low, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions Of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend uh, We have Q&AF today that is where you submit the questions and I give you the uh, answers. It's kind of an ode to the old MFCEO project podcast that I used to do, which is all personal development success, uh, how to win. Um, this is where you can, you know, ask me anything you want. Uh, you could submit those questions too. Uh, guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. And that is, uh, that's DJ. Hello, children. My handsome co-host. Um, sometimes when you tune in, we're going to have CTI. That's cruise the internet. That's where we throw up some... Uh, headlines on the internet, three to be exact. And we talk about what might be true, uh, what probably is true, and what the bigger underlying problem is that we can help solve here. Um, that's kind of a comedic take on what's going on in the world, but you know, there's some very good points made. Probably some dumb ones too. Let's just be real. Uh, then sometimes we have real talk. Real talk is where I get on here and I give you five to 20 minutes uh, <clears throat> of a speech, um, which is usually my internal dialogue to myself. Uh, and I share that with you so that you can be offended. <laughs> Actually, I share that with you so you can get fucking better. So do with it what you will. Uh, then we have full length. Full length is where I bring on successful, interesting, uh, incredible human beings who have done amazing stuff. Sometimes I bring on people that disagree. We have conversations, but either way, uh, the theme of the show is how to make the world a better place by you being better. Okay. We have Q and AF. That's, that's where you get to ask your questions about how to be fucking better. We have CTI, which is we point out the macro problems in the world. And what you have to understand is for the macro problems in the world to get solved, we have to solve ourselves. Okay, so that's the whole goal of this show is to tie those things together um, and then maybe have a little fun doing it. So that's that. There is a fee for the show. If you like the show, please share the show. Okay, uh, we don't run ads on the show um, unless I'm drinking first form energy drinks. <laughs> And then we run ads. So in lieu of ads, I would appreciate that you would uh, tell someone about the show. So that's that's kind of it, huh? That's pretty much it, yeah. 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 How was your weekend, bro? It was good, man. It was good. What'd you guys do? Uh, you know, <clears throat> rode around a little bit. Did you get on the bike? Got a little wet, yeah. yeah. It's been raining like fucking crazy here. Uh, about to go build that arc, but it got, I was able to get a little ride in. It was not not too bad. I had a little memorial service I had to do, but yeah. yeah. It was all good, man. <sighs> yeah. What about you? Dude, it's Groundhog Day for me, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through this injury. You know, I'm just about out of the injury phase. Um, you know, for those of you guys who don't know, I tore pretty much everything in my shoulder uh, September 15, 2021, so almost mm -hmm. a year ago now. And uh, I didn't get surgery until December, December 13th or so. Yeah, something like that. 21. three months after. Yeah, because I wouldn't wear a mask. And nobody would, nobody would do an MRI because of a mask. So... Um, you know, and I know you guys laugh and you think that sounds stupid, but uh, that's how I'm wired. Like, if I believe something, I'm not going to bend. So, um, yeah, it cost me 90 days. I probably could be completely healthy by now. Looking back, I kind of I'm kind of like, fuck, you're an idiot. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I, I still feel good about myself for never bending to these fucks. No, that's real, man. So that's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, yeah. this ain't about anything other than that. Like, I want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, bro, I did the right thing during during the time of crisis. Yeah. You know, what I thought was right. Yeah. And, I, and it, I, turn, it just so turns out, if you guys are regular listeners, 
you know, I'm not going to say I was perfectly right on every fucking detail, but I would say it was a solid 98% A+. plus. Dude, okay. I think it was funny. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I think it's important for people to remember that when the COVID shit first came out, I mean, like the like the first time, like the first fucking day, day one, everybody took it pretty fucking serious. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, there was a there was a reasonable like oh shit okay we got well bro got a pandemic you know what I'm saying yeah, okay but, cool yeah but see like dude <laughs> that was the, just taken advantage of you got to understand there's there's things here that people don't consider about that that I knew right away like like bro when that came out I'm 40 years old dude I've been through multiple pandemics in our in our and people are like not like this no motherfucker just like this okay you guys a lot of the listeners here and a lot of social media is too young to know that. Like, they don't remember H1N1. They don't remember those things before that. They never shut the country down. They never made us wear masks. They never did any of this shit. And a lot of us who were 40 to 50, we were all the ones calling the bullshit out. Like, if you look at the people who were standing up saying, no, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, they're coming from that age. Dude, they're all the same age. They're all like 37 to like 50. And because the people over 50, they're like, Oh, fuck it. I'm going to be dead soon. I don't give a fuck. You're right. And the people younger don't know any better. So it's this age group of humans between, you know, what I just said that sort of recognized it because we were able to discern what we had been through in the past. Right. And so there was a there was an automatic red flag there that said, like, wait a minute, dude, this ain't what we do. This is not how we do it. You know, and. That was the initial for me, like the initial red flag for me was like, wait, hold on, bro. And then when I started looking at the, the initial data that was coming out of Italy right away, because yeah. if you remember Italy, we got it the fucking worst. They're hammered. Yeah. Yeah. Their data on, in March of 2020 still reflects the data that is today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, changed. and I called it yeah. out, you know, I'm like, no, dude, the, the death rate is, is, uh, um, is 6% of COVID. Right. Not with COVID. Right. Right. And I called this shit out like in March, 2020 and motherfuckers fucking raped me for the next fucking two years over it. And it's like, dude, guys, nobody here is like trying to make people unsafe. Nobody hears that. Nobody's trying to kill your grandma. (laughs) All we've been trying to do this whole time is point out what was leading up to this fucking Hitler speech that Joe Biden gave that, that scared the, like, dude, that scared the fuck out of even Democrats. Yeah. Like, dude, all my Democrat friends are like, holy fuck, bro. And I'm like, dude, this is all I've been trying to show you the whole time. We're leading into this and all the signs are there. And because you're busy watching fucking keeping up with the Kardashians or some other fucking bullshit media fucking hype shit. Yeah. You're not paying attention. And in, and in the mean, in the interim, they're making life incredibly difficult for you. They're pushing the middle class to poverty. They're intentionally doing it for control. They want everybody dependent on their system so they can maintain power. When 53% of the population doesn't pay tax, right. what does that mean? That means those people are an automatic vote for people who want uh, to, to, to create programs for them to get paid and shit. Like, so dude, you guys who believe in the American dream, and especially goes for you Democrats who believe in the American dream, freedom, uh, you know, having the land of opportunity and all of these things like, bro, I understand like the Democrats in general are like, look, we need to make it better. We need to make it because dude, most of Democrats have huge hearts. Yeah. They just don't understand the logistics of how to make things happen. And so you guys who want better shit, I understand that. Like there's definitely better things in society that could be 
But dude, we're in danger right now because we've been lied to as a whole tremendously about fucking everything that if people don't let go of these labels of like, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican and unify as a freedom loving fucking America that believes in equal opportunity for everybody that believes in, uh, you know, working together as a team, which believes in the betterment of, of, of society through our own production, bro, these government fuckers, they're never going to do anything for us. No, they want you as poor as possible. They want you as sick as possible. They want you fucked up. Like they know that if they fuck you up enough that you have to be dependent on them. And bro, that should piss you the fuck off. That should piss you the fuck off. It does me like that drives me to want to be even more successful. And the problem is, you know, for people that are like you guys out there listening who are driven to be more successful, you know, they're 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 trying to foster a hate for you. They're trying to foster uh, and put the blame on people like you who are out there trying to build great lives. As the reason is that other people don't have shit. No, the reason those people don't have shit is because for the last 20 years, they've been indoctrinated to believe that the government should provide every motherfucking thing for them. And that's just not reality, dude. And if you're if you're betting on that to happen, like if you're standing in your political ideology right now and you're saying, dude, fuck these Republicans, they're extremists, they're this, they're that, they're this. And you're buying into this shit, bro. You are buying into your own demise. That's the truth. You are buying into being poor. You are buying into being sick. You are buying into being unhealthy. You are buying into a caste system that you will never be able to break out of. That's reality. And so like, dude, if you have a dream in your heart, in your soul, in your mind about improving, getting better, making it better for your family, you better snap the fuck out or whatever the fuck you believe in regards to those people are on our team because they ain't. It's fucking real, man. I think it's important. Like, You just got to like, I think what these last few years have taught us is that you got to draw that line and fucking submit and not sand to where it's fucking there and just stand on it. Yeah. Because there, there's, there's definitely like, I feel better knowing the fucking challenges and those little, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> conversations that nobody likes to really have. Right. But like, I feel, I feel better because I had those things and I know where I stand at, you know, dude, I almost got put out the fucking hospital when Ryan was getting born. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing these games. You know, but guess what? She got born and I saw it. I was there, you know, but like you got to stay one of my best friends. So one of my best, one of my very fucking best friends. This is somebody I talk to almost every day. Um, He's famous. I'm not going to say his name, especially in the fitness world. Um, His fucking dad. This dude, okay, was was one of the first guys out there saying, dude, ivermectin. Okay. His fuck, he had to watch his fucking dad die on fucking Zoom because the doctors wouldn't fucking treat him with fucking alternative therapeutics that were proven to fucking work, that they knew were proven to work based off a report that was released from the Pentagon in, in fucking April of 2020. Okay, there's documents in April of 2020 that show that they knew that fucking ivermectin cured this shit and they brushed it under the rug. And not only they brushed it under the rug, pharmacists denied it. Doctors denied it. They made fun of everybody who they look what they did to Rogan for fucking taking people's licensing, bro. They they kicked those frontline doctors out of fucking medical industry for saying like, bro, do you not remember uh, uh, that the the doctors on the uh, Capitol steps? Yeah, that black woman saying I can't remember her name, but uh, saying, uh, dude, we have therapeutics that work. We have a cure for COVID. We've done it. We've used them, and and then they fucking ruined her. And they ruin those doctors. Listen, this is crimes against humanity. 
You guys fail to re- you guys fail to fucking recognize that. You think it's just a blip in the radar. No, we are living through what I believe will go down in history as the biggest fucking conspiracy and crime against humanity ever. I believe more people will die from this than ever died from any fucking genocide or anything ever again. We don't even know what's going to happen over the next four or five years. We're in the beginning of it still. It's it's fucked up, dude. You know, and I just wish that people would like maybe stop and put your pride aside and say, fuck, dude, these people kill people. They kill people intentionally. And I know they did because I fucking watched it happen. So and now I, they're putting in putting ivermectin back on the CDC list of yeah that's what like, yeah bro <laughs> yeah I thought I, I forgot to mention that yeah. ivermectin is now on the approved treatment list by the way magically on the CDC website it just took two and a half years you know shit's wild man but in the day man it's about it's about that that micro just getting better man control that's it control that's the thing like when I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion you guys got to understand what that means like a lot of people don't understand what that means. If they want you sick, what's the ultimate fuck you to them? Healthy. To be healthy. If they want you fat and weak, what's the ultimate fucking fuck you? Not be fat fit. And fucking healthy. Be fit and strong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If they want you poor, be wealthy. Yeah. Or at least be working towards that unapologetically. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of these things they want. If they want you uneducated and hooked on Netflix and on video games and shit, that should piss you off to where you rebel by doing the opposite. It should be looked at as an insult. Yeah, it is an insult, bro. Like, they're treating us like we're a bunch of fucking mindless dumb fucks. Put these meta goggles on to where yeah. you can't even see your, your literal physical surroundings. Yeah, and you know what, dude? When you're fucking 70 years old, if you make it that far, yeah. okay, you're going to regret every motherfucking second that you spent on those fucking goggles. You're, gonna re- you're not going to talk back of all the time you spent on social media. Oh, dude, I had a great life. I spent so much time on fucking Instagram. That's not reality, dude. That's not reality. And the longer it goes, the worse it gets. The culture on Instagram right now is, the, is fucking disgusting. You know, like it's just. <clears throat> Look, we're going to have to make some decisions about how we want to live as human beings. I know where I'm going to decide. So anyway, we got a show to do. Yeah, man, let's, let's get to it, man. Uh, Andy, guys, question number one. Uh, Andy, like many people, I've built my brand business on platforms like Facebook, Instagram. Um, and more so recently with TikTok. With all the censorship going on across these platforms, should people like me who built a brand online look into other avenues to advertise their products and services? Yes, absolutely. I personally believe that we are going to enter a time of technological regression. Meaning, I think, just like I just said fucking two minutes ago, it's a good tie-in, Um, that a lot of people are starting to realize what I said. They're realizing that it's not a natural state for us to stare at our phone for eight fucking hours a day. Um, I think people are starting to break out of that, that trance that we've been in, you know, the, the coolness of technology is, and and the downfall is like the coolness is wearing off and the negatives are starting to show. Right. Um, you know, we have fucking, I mean, I could list a million problems, but, and we all know them, but, but the reality is is I believe in a business strategy standpoint, what you do in the real world is going, to, is going to matter more and more and more, not less and less and less, okay? As they push harder for this technology, it's, it's no different than how Biden keeps pushing this extremist narrative and what's it doing? It's pushing people to the right towards Trump because it sounds so fucked up. So with technology, they're trying to like 
enslave us in this technological fucking fake reality of metaverse, Instagram, Netflix, video games all fucking day so that they can rape the world of everything fucking great. And we miss our entire human experience. Okay. So that's what's happening. And what's going to happen is the further they push the technology, the further away from it, people are going to, are going to run. And I, and I can see that happening, dude. It's happening. You know, people are spending less and less time on social media. People are starting to like say, you know what? I just kind of want a regular life. Like, I don't care about fucking social anymore. You know what I'm saying? That's happening. That's real shit that's happening. Especially when it's just full of fucking D-bags. Oh, well, dude, <laughs> I mean, look, either. man, like, dude, there's, there's two kinds of people. There's people that do real shit. Yeah. And there's people that sit online and fucking and criticize it. And that's the reality. And you know, people are tired of that and people are tired of the negative culture and they're tired of the cancel culture and they're tired of the fucking piling on and they're tired. They're just tired. And so what I think is going to happen is you're going to see people, especially with this lockdown for the last fucking two and a half years worldwide, people have become hungry for real life experiences where they thought it would condition them to be on technology more. And while it may have statistically shown them, oh yeah, more people are spending time online. Well, yeah, motherfucker, you're not letting us leave the fucking house. Exactly. That's not a genuine data point. That's a forced data point. So they're sitting there saying, oh, this is working. When the regular person, now that things are opening back up, they're like, fuck that, dude. I'm going to go fucking have a beer on the patio with my homies. Mm -hmm. You know, so in a business sense, you have to prepare for that. Um, you know, people saying, oh, retail's dead. Fuck, retail ain't fucking dead, bro. People are starving for that interpersonal connection. I own retail stores. I have a retail company. We're selling more product in our retail stores than we ever have by a lot too. Not, not a little, by a lot. The difference is the reason people are struggling in retail is because they're not providing a proper customer experience to create value for the customer. So for you to be competitive in the real world, you have to beat the convenience aspect. How do you beat the convenience aspect? You're not going to beat it with price. You're going to beat it with experience and customer value. All right. So if you own a company that can that operates in the real world and social media is your only fucking advertising venue, you have to start thinking, how can I attract these people in real life? How can I connect with these people in real life? You know, you're, you guys have seen like with First Form, I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, which is, you know, I hope you do. Um, you know, we have billboards all over the country now. We've got fucking signage in Major League Baseball parks and shit like that. That's us adapting back to the real world from technology, right? And there's a ton of other things. Like we built out like, you know, actual street teams and demo teams and things that are, that you would have done 20 years ago. Without the internet. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and dude, it's fucking working. So like there's a, there's a, there's a real life, uh, a pendulum swinging back to real life experience. And I'm not saying that the technology is going to go away. What I'm saying is you're going to have to learn to play in both worlds. And right, and I'm. This is why I'm super. Th and this is also why I'm bringing back a lot more personal development content soon, um, which I'll talk to you guys about later because I think it's needed. But this is why I'm very thankful. Like I built companies before the internet, and I built companies after the internet. And guess what? You're going to have to do to be successful in business moving out from here. You're going to have to operate in both. So don't worry. I'm going to bring back some content to help you guys learn that shit. Um, but that's where I would start thinking about, you know, don't be too dependent on one platform. Don't be too dependent on, on internet, real world shit still matters. Okay. And what ultimately matters is what people say about you after you interact with them. So if you could, you know, learning to harness that the best way possible 
is what's going to be best for your business. Now, are you going to bat a thousand? Is everybody going to say you're the best ever? No, you're going to do the best you can. You're going to have people that fucking don't like you. And you're going to have people that have things to say and you handle those the best you can. You keep fucking moving. That's reality. Okay. But to be successful in a long term with what's going on in society, you are going to have to learn how to operate in the real world and with technology at some point. Like, bro, if the internet shut down right now, a lot, no, no, like, dude, like there was a year ago, two years ago. I don't know if you guys remember where Instagram was fucked up for like two days. Oh yeah. Where nobody could get on. Bro, those businesses that are completely, uh, dependent on fucking YouTube or fucking Instagram and shit, they are out of business in one fucking day. Hmm. Like a lot of you guys running businesses, you you are destroyed with one day of, uh, of, of disruption. Imagine if Instagram goes out for a fucking month, you're out of business. So you have to be, uh, and, and by the way, those of you guys who have like affiliations with companies and, you know, links and shit like that, um, that goes for you too, because that's your business. So you have to make the impact in your real life. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like you, you got to do both. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, that's real, man. Yeah. Uh, question number two, Andy. Uh, I know you, you talked about depression and how you deal with those demons. And the last time you mentioned you were trying to wean off of medications. Um, I just wanted to see how that was working because I'm interested in doing the same, of course, uh, with talking to my doctor. So what, how's it going? Not good. Not good. Um, you know, I've been on uh, antidepressant pills for 11 years, man. And, uh, you know, when I needed them, when I thought, when I was, when I got put on them, I was in a very bad spot. I had a nervous breakdown. I went to the fucking hospital. Um, you know, they put me on this pill and uh, I felt better. I did feel better. Um, and for a long time, I advocated for it. I would argue against it and say, you know, there's people that really need these things. And when this study came out recently about how they were lying, uh, you know, Tom Cruise basically went out in public 20 years ago and said, hey, this is bullshit. And then they actually came out with a study recently to show that the chemical imba- imbalance theory is, is not based in real science. Hmm. And that got me questioning, like, what the fuck? Like, because after the last two years, I've started questioning everything. And um, <clears throat> I started questioning, like, why the fuck do they put people on these things? Like, why are they putting these people on these things if the science that's based around isn't actually even valid? Or some of it's not valid, right? Yeah. And, um, and so I decided to get off of it, dude. And, uh, and around the end of July... Um, you know, I talked to my doctor and we, you know, we got a, a plan, by the way, if you're going to do this, do not fucking just cut this shit out. Okay. I'm going to, this is not, do not listen to what I'm saying. You can talk to your fucking doctor or, and if your doctor says, Hey, stay on it, talk to a doctor about how to get off of it. That is for you getting off of it. If that's what you want to do. Cause a lot of these doctors don't want to fucking get you off of it. Um, but because I was questioning what's going on in the world and what's going on in the government, what's, I don't trust these, these people anymore after seeing what they just did with this vaccine and, 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 um, the forcing. And, and like, I started thinking about like, well, if the science really isn't there, what does this pill actually do to people? You know what I mean? And like, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, 
metaphysical and quantum physical attraction. You know, people call it the law of attraction. I believe that when you put things out, I believe that they come back to you a hundred percent so much so that, you know, I've, I, I, you couldn't convince me and, uh, otherwise. And so I just wanted to get off and, uh, bro, it's, it's been, it's been really fucking hard. Um, you know, I have, I have, uh, highly emotional states, you know, where I get extremely angry or I, I, I sometimes will just start fucking crying for no fucking reason. Um, it comes in waves. Uh, you know, there's, there's vertigo issues. There, there's physical issues. Um, you know, there's, there's like these, these like a little electric pulses that happen in my brain where I get like a, an out of body experience. Um, my anxiety is way fucking worse than it was when I was on the shit, but, but they say that that's normal for, for like 90 days. Um, but you know, uh, I'm in the middle of it right now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking basically like 35 days through a 90 day fucking detox on it. And it's been really fucking hard. And, um, for any of you guys who have gone through it, I commend you because it's it's been a <clears throat> it's been an experience for sure, a, a very difficult one. And um, I don't know, I'll keep you in the loop, you know. But uh, it's it's not been easy at all. And for anybody going through that shit, uh, just stay committed, man. Because there's been a number of times where I felt so fucked up, where I'm like, fuck it, I'm a fucking I'm going to go back on because I feel fucked up. But like, dude, I just don't trust these people, you know, and um, I'm, I'm going to work back to doing what I know that works for, for my for my own self. You know, 10 years ago, I didn't know how to control myself. I didn't know the things I know now about personal discipline. Um, but what I've discovered uh, is that, you know, with water, with movement, with the proper diet, um, and some building of discipline, you know, putting the proper information in your brain, being conscious about those things. I've been able to take a much more um, thorough control of my mental state. And uh, I, yeah, I felt really fucking good um, most of the time because of those things. And I think just getting off these pills has got me fucked up a little bit. But, uh, you know, I believe that with those three things, you know, the water, the movement, uh, you know, uh, four things. Uh, you know, the, the putting the right shit in your brain and those things, I, you know, basically everything with, with, in the live hard program, those things um, have helped me get through. And I, I feel like, you know, I feel like for most people, bro, I think that'll cure 90% of your fucking problems. You know what I mean? We're not even taught that. Like we're taught when you go to the doctor, what do they do? They give you a fucking pill, you know? And uh, here's the quick fix. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not it's just not the way I believe that we should be addressing people that have issues. You know, no shit. We're depressed. We're on a fucking screen eight hours a fucking day. Humans aren't meant to do that shit. No shit. We're depressed. We got to read every negative fucking thing that every fucking human fucking says about us that would never say it to our motherfucking faces. OK, every fucking person out there deals with this shit. You know, back in the day, like when other people built businesses, yeah, there was people that talk shit, but you didn't have to fucking read it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. it's just a different scenario. Right. And like, dude, even if you're not building a business, you're just a regular person. Like, look at the way people treat each other now. You know, like, there's an entirely different code of ethics on the internet than there is in real life. Mm -hmm. And it mentally fucks people up. 
You know, one person posts some shit that somebody doesn't like, and all of a sudden it's this giant fuck you, and you're a fucking piece of shit, and you're this and that and this. There's no grace for anybody anymore at all. There's no consequences either. No, and, I well, think that's online, the biggest issue. Yeah. Online, there's none. Right. And like that's a big problem. And like Instagram's not protecting you, bro. <laughs> yeah, but that's another reason why people are moving away from it because yeah. they're like, bro, it's just garbage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, dude, like, <clears throat> you know, that's a decision I made for me. And I'm not encouraging anyone to go do that. Um, but if you're interested in doing that, just know it's going to be a, a day by day battle that you will get through. And I'll get through this shit. Uh, I'm determined to get through this shit. And, you know, there's good and there's bad. And there's times I forgot that I even fucking came off the shit. I feel fucking great. There's other times where I'll be walking down the street and I start fucking crying for no reason. Like it, the shit fucks you up is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And like the withdrawal of it is real shit. And any of you guys who are dealing with a family member who's coming off of these meds or whatever, I believe personally those meds fuck you up way worse than what you felt before. And, um, so you know, what, be patient, man. What, what do you say to the family members? Like, I mean, what, what, yeah, what can they do Yeah, fucking understand it's real shit. It's not yeah. made up shit. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, depression's made up. Maybe the medical industry did make it up, but they put trip fucking billion people on these fucking meds. And I can tell you for sure coming off of it, it ain't made up. Right. Like when I can't fucking, when I have to walk out of the gym because I feel like I fucking have vertigo and I can't focus and I can't see or my brain feels like it's hooked up to a fucking electrical cord. Like, bro, that's real fucking shit. So like, even though you can't see your family member dealing with this shit, understand that it's real for them on the inside and it's physical symptoms. You know, when I, when I had my fucking nervous breakdown issue back in 2012, Bro, it was real shit. Like it manifested in physical fucking pain. It wasn't like, oh, I just felt bad. Like I couldn't open my eyes. So like I went to the doctor and they're like, bro, you got it like a, like, like they're, and they thought I had a fucking tumor for, for two fucking weeks and ended up being a pineal cyst. Okay. It's still there. Um, but the point is, is like, dude, there was physical symptoms, super fucking bad headaches, a, a sensitivity to light total body pain. Like people don't realize that, th that, that mental systems and mental health manifests itself in physical pain. That's real shit. It's connected. Yeah. 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 But I don't think that the solution is giving someone a pill. I think the solution is coaching them on how to fucking eat proper, how to, how to bro. Nature provides all the right shit. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just does. It's funny how that's also the same thing that they're trying to limit. Well, yeah, of fucking course. restrict. Of course. So, you know, <laughs> makes fucking perfect sense to yeah. me. <laughs> Listen, dude. I'm not a I'm not Rogan on psilocybin and shit like this. And yeah. Like, but dude, like there's a reason that shit's fucking villainized. And it ain't because it doesn't fucking work. So they don't want you taking the shit because if you did, you wouldn't have to fucking take their fucking pills. That's the fucking truth. And I'm not, you know, you guys can think whatever you want. I was the biggest anti-drug person in the fucking planet, dude. Like, I was the most fucking, like, dude, if you smoked weed, if you fucking did uh, mushrooms, you were a burnout piece of shit. That's how I was brought up. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm starting to realize is there's a reason why alcohol is so fucking pushed, okay? And and these these drugs like marijuana and, and mushrooms are fucking, like, villainized, like, you're, they made those people look like losers on intentionally so you would stay the fuck away from it. 
so that you would accept their poison, right? Which is fucking alcohol, bro. Now, what's the difference between a pharmacist yeah, and a fucking and, and street drug dealer? By the way, by the way, I'm not some holier than thou. Don't drink, motherfucker. Like I still have drinks every couple times, every couple times every year. Like I like when people say, "Do you drink?" I usually say no. But like, what I mean is, I haven't fucking had a hard alcohol drink since 2000 fucking 17. You know what I'm saying? I, I dude, it. I think it's way worse than the other shit. And I think there's, I think the reason they push it is to fucking create the scenario where people are inept and dependent. That's truly what I think. I think they allow the, the most dangerous fucking shit to be propagated and profited off of. And the shit that will actually fix your problems, they villainize. Now, I don't believe that about cocaine or fentanyl and other bullshit. But I'm talking, natural shit, I'm talking about natural yeah. shit that comes from the fucking ground. Yeah, but anyway, the answer to the question is, uh, make sure you talk to your doctor. Uh, make sure it's right for you. And be prepared that it's going to be difficult. And I, I would say the one thing that's helped me through this process is being extremely disciplined about my actions. Okay. I'm do, I've been doing 75 hard all the whole time I've been doing this, except for one day where I got so fucking sick, I couldn't fucking move. All right. So then I started over the next day. But uh, my point is, is like, you know, force yourself through it, dude. Force yourself through it. One step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Get the fuck up. You feel like shit? Get the fuck up. Go to the fucking gym. You feel like shit? Get the fuck up. Go on a fucking walk. Get your shit done regardless of how you fucking feel. Because at least then during this time where you don't feel like your normal self, you're going to still be moving forward in the, in the big scheme. Because the big scheme only moves forward in real life actions. You know, it doesn't matter how you feel. It matters what you do. So if you could build yourself into someone who moves even through the fucking storms, right? And my, right now, my storm is getting off these pills and doing through this fucking withdrawal shit, right? We're always going to have a storm. When that storm's over, I'm going to have another storm, okay? That's, that's what you have to understand. There will never be a time without a fucking storm, especially if you're driven. So you must learn to operate during these times of turbulence and during these times of chaos. You know, fuck, dude, look what's going on in the world. That's pretty chaotic. That's not normal. We're not supposed to live under a fucking uh, immense 24-hour crisis for years at a time. This is mental abuse they're putting on you. So it's extremely important that you take care of yourself mentally, okay, by doing the things that are going to move you forward. Drink water, execute your critical task, fucking work out, pour yourself into shit that's going to move you forward and fuck everything else. That's, that's really how you got to do it. And that's, you know, that's extremely difficult. It requires discipline. But at the end of the day, bro, on your worst fucking day, that you, that you feel like the worst fucking shit, you could probably still get up and fucking get a 45-minute walk-in twice a day. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. Can you explain the transition from the quote-unquote nothing-to-lose edge that an entrepreneur has to have in the beginning to the I've got something at stake to lose after some success, and how do you fight or handle that fear? What do you really have to lose at any level? Dude, I lived on a fucking mattress in the back of my retail store with fucking nothing. I fucking still made it through every single day. And guess what? I had a great fucking time. Okay? I'm, I have no problem going back to that. I don't give a fuck. And I think that's the attitude you got to have to stay moving forward. Because in an entrepreneurial world, you're either winning or you're fucking getting beat. And that is it. There is no other reality. You are either moving forward or you are moving backwards. And, it, and society doesn't dictate those things. Like a lot of people think the buzz on the internet dictates those things or this, uh, the, the, you know, the, what, the current state of affairs in the country 
uh, dictates those things. Bro, none of those things fucking matter. The only thing that matters is are you and your team executing on a daily basis in the right direction? That's it. And so as long as you do that, you're going to continue to win. Um, I think where most people get fucked up is they, 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 they're trying to wait for the better time, you know, when things calm down. Uh, you know, people do this in diet culture, you know, after the wedding. After that wedding, two weeks from now, I'm going to start eating right. Why the fuck don't you eat right until the wedding? From now until the wedding, why are you going to get fatter for the next two weeks? You see what I'm saying? We have this, we have this thing in humanity where we cut ourselves this like deal. We like, oh, you know what? I'm going to start getting in shape uh, after New Year's. Motherfucker, what? why? We got fucking three months till New Year's. You could be a whole motherfucking new human. What the fuck are you doing? So like, stop doing that. But when it comes from nothing to lose to everything to lose, look, the, the, the scale is always moving. So like if you move to a mentality of I'm trying to maintain what I have, the market is still moving forward, which means you're moving backwards. All right. So if you're not getting better, you're getting worse just by default because all of your competitors, everybody out there that's in the same industry as you is continuing to try to get better. So you get to a certain point and you're like, oh, I'm just going to relax because we already got it made. Bro, that, that, that might work for a minute. It might work for a year. It might work for two years, depending on how far ahead you are. But the minute you stop trying to improve and the minute you stop trying to get aggressive and the minute you stop trying to grow and you go from, I have nothing to lose to, I have everything to lose and I'm going to fucking, uh, you know, curtail my practices, do that. Like, dude, you're, you're, you're basically, what you're doing is you're lessening your offense and you're building defense. Well, what happens in a football game when you go to prevent defense too early? what happens you're fucked you fucking lose anybody who knows football knows yeah. this you could be ahead by 28 fucking points going in the fourth quarter and i dude you could call it motherfucking team starts playing prevent defense because they're ahead by 28 points what happens to them run the ball and run they the fucking lose okay so dude this is your mentality your mentality always has to be aggressive that's your default your default is to grow and here's the reality and this is the truth no matter what the fuck you think you have right now, you don't really have it. It's just in your life temporarily. That's the mistake people make. Like, like, dude, if you're in a place of success and abundance right now, you're renting that. And you're only going to be able to continue to stay in that fucking place if you keep paying the motherfucking dues that got you to that place, right? Your rent will eventually run out and they kick you the fuck out. Yeah, you, you told me one time, it was like, the, the shit you have now is because of the work you did five years That's ago. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, what, yeah. You, what you live now is the result of what you've done the last fucking 1,000 days. I got a whole podcast on it, okay? I got two podcasts on it, <laughs> all right? Uh, the, your life as it sits today is a result of those days that you've already paid, right? So your life 1,000 days from now is going to look like whatever you do for the next 1,000 days. And that doesn't matter if you're successful now or if you're, if you're at your lowest now. You see what I mean? So, like, you have to understand how the game works to play it. Like, it, this shit doesn't just materialize, guys. Like, a lot, I remember when I was younger, I used to have this mentality that one day, all, all of a sudden, shit was just going to happen. That, it never did. <laughs> like, it only happened when I, like, dug fuck in as hard as I could um, and fucking went hard. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, that's a discipline. That's something you have to learn. That's something you have to commit to being. That's why the 75 Hard Live Hard program is so powerful. And that's why when people do it, 
They don't just change their body. Their whole fucking life changes because it's not about the physical. The physical is a byproduct of the mental training that you do through that program. So um, I would never, I don't ever think about what I have to lose. I only think about where I'm going. Mm. And, and that's anybody who I know who is successful. Um, I mean, guys, you, you, you know, name them all. Like, I don't know a single person who's winning on a big scale that thinks in terms of what do I have to lose? That's just not something they think. They just keep running with that fucking mentality that you had in the beginning. Like, bro, I still feel like I haven't done shit. Like people get like people get weird with me because like, you know, I get like, I don't know, like I take everything personal when it comes to our business. It's like, yeah, dude, because I still feel like we haven't accomplished anything. Like, I still feel like we're, we're, in a, we're babies in the fucking game, even though in reality, that's not the truth. You still operate in that mentality. Yeah, but hold on. But in the same reality, it is the truth. It depends on who I'm comparing ourselves against, mm. right? Like, if you go to the beach and you stand next to your friend who ain't in that good of shape, you probably look pretty good, right? But if you go to the beach and you stand in front of fucking, uh, you stand next to fucking uh, The Rock, you, you may not look as good, you know what I'm saying? So like, dude, who are you comparing yourself to? And like what like a lot of people say is, a, oh, I don't fucking compare my souls to anybody. Well, you motherfuckers are gonna fucking lose. That's reality, okay? Because if you're not trying to, if the, the biggest people say, oh, a comparison is a thief of joy. And it is if you overdo it, but there's nothing wrong with like for me, where we are looking at a company let's such, such as, uh, you know, Nike, or Adidas, or Under Armour, or fucking Red Bull, or fucking any of these big ass fucking brands, and saying, "Damn, dude, we're going there." You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I think. And when I compare myself to those guys, we ain't shit. So it depends on where you look. You know, most people tend to to, to judge you based off of who you're competing with now. And I think a good thing for a CEO or a management group that's trying to grow a real company should be to be realistic about where you're going to be in five, ten years. That's who you're trying to catch because that keeps you humble and that keeps you working. This is why being humble uh, about where you are in reality is important. Therefore, comparison is important because if without humility, you get fucking cocky. And without humility, you don't work as hard. And without humility, you start thinking about what you have to lose, not how small you are and why you have to work so fucking hard. So it's a, it's a you know, you can't take these internet buzz lines that people spew out as like, as like gospel because there's, there's nuance to all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like comparison's a pretty fucking powerful thing. If you do it, if you don't dwell on it and think you're a piece of shit, like I don't look at, you know, these companies I just mentioned and think, well, fuck, we're a total piece of shit compared to yeah, them. We'll never get there. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what I look at. I look at them and I see them for what they do right. And I'm like, damn, do they, they, they do this really, really good. They do this really, really bad. So let's do this really, really good. And that really, really good. And let's see where the fuck we go. You know what I'm saying? And that's how, so, so that's how you should be looking at it when you're comparing. Like when you're comparing with someone, like let's just say like when I was fat, like dude, I would compare my physique to the rocks, okay? And people are like, what the fuck, bro? Ha, ha, ha. Like I even posted a fucking Photoshopped image of the rocks body with my head on it when I was fat as fuck on the Instagram and I got fucking laughed off the internet, right? Good thing I don't care when people laugh at me. But the truth is I got pretty fucking close before I got fucking injured. And, and he was still, he's still far better than me, but I got to my best, right? And, and dude, he, he's fucking 10 years older than me. He's got 10 more years of training. 
You know, you have to be honest about the reality of the situation. The dude's got better genetics than I got. But I, but I used my comparison to him to bring out the best in me. And that's where comparison is valuable. So lose the attitude of, you know, oh, I got shit to lose and start realizing that in reality, bro, you don't got shit to lose. You ain't shit yet. Mm. So stay on the fucking gas or you will lose. Fucking love it, man. Well, guys, Andy, that is three. I'll pay the fee. Yeah, guys, don't forget. Um, we only grow if you guys share the show, okay? Uh, I'm going to be coming out with a lot more content, uh, especially geared in the personal development space. I feel like I've said most of the things I need to say when it comes to what's going on in the world, trying to warn you guys. I think it's pretty obvious. And if you don't get it now, I don't think I'm going to convince you to get it. So some of my new content you guys are going to really like, especially if you like uh, the old MFCEO project. So I'm excited to bring that to you guys. Uh, got some books coming out. Um, some really exciting shit getting ready to drop uh, between now and, you know, 2023. So keep an eye out for that shit. And uh, if you guys like the show, share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.